All right. Welcome to the first installment of my new podcast. Uh, my name is Luke Holden, and this is The Devil You Know. Um, I don't even know what our intro song is yet because uh, we have not ascertained that. Um, I had an idea for a Tom Waits song, but I think that's going to cost me an arm and a leg, and I only have four of those. So, um, you know, I guess um, my producer here, Pete, and I are going to work on something. So whatever you just heard, I hope it is up to your standard. At any rate, I decided to start this podcast a little over a month ago. And uh, my general goal is to talk to different people around Nashville, eclectics, musicians, not limited to, but you know, for starters, we are going to have a musician join us. And I could sit here and talk for five minutes and give an elaborate introduction of myself and um, what I want to do in the future, but nobody wants to hear that. If you're listening to this, it's probably because you know my guest is Miss Rachel Horder, who I have known for almost two years now, right? Yeah. Just about. Sounds right. Uh Uh-huh. And I have um, booked her at certain shows around the city, working with Red Roots Music. My friend Mike Fabrizio runs that company. And um, I actually, I remember the first time I saw you perform, it was on an Instagram story. It was your friend Bo, our friend Bo. Oh, I love Bo. Yeah, yeah, Bo from uh, True Villains. I don't even know, yeah. how do you say his last name? You know, that's so bad, because I, <laughs> I like, I say Lastovich. That's yeah. probably wrong, though. Uh-huh. No, it's something Russian. We can boil it down to that, you know. But <laughs> He's been a friend so long, and I still don't know how to say his last no, name. He's a wonderful guy. It's he okay. is. Yeah, I've, I have friends who, you know, have been close to me for a long time. They still don't know my first name, so. Oh, you yeah. know what? Sometimes those are the best friendships. It's Truly. just, it's okay. Yeah. At any rate, I saw Rachel perform on Bo's story, and um, I was like, God damn. You know, I would love to book this girl. You know, you have like this pop soul vibe about you. And even through that tiny segment of a video, it just, it was explosive. Thank you. It really was. It was. And um, I I knew that I wanted to associate myself with you professionally. And it was really, uh, really a privilege and has been thus far to. Likewise. Yeah. Thank you. All the shows you've had me on are have been some of my favorites I've played in town too. Mm-hmm. Just like great venues, great vibes, great lineups, all of it. Yeah. So Yeah, well God willing we'll be back to that sooner than later. I know. Yeah. Seriously. Fingers yeah. crossed. This is a whole clusterfuck. But yeah. You know, we could talk about the uh dreaded COVID for hours. Oh fuck, man. I Haven't just, we all? Yeah. I just bought these boots and there's a nasty dent in them. I don't want damn it. Um no. you know, you and I have had plenty of exchanges. You know, we keep in touch, but we've never really sat down and spoke to each other before. No, we haven't. Which I'm really happy that we saved for right now, you know, because... All the content. Exactly. Uh (laughs) It's all going to be very organic. So first and foremost, it is November 1st. How was your Halloween? It was amazing. Um, I played and it went really, really well. Great crowd. Had Mm -hmm. lots of fun. You know, did a a costume kind of quick because like... Normally I like to go all out and this year I'm just like, man, I can't go to a bar until 2 a.m. and Mm -hmm. like show it off. So I'm just going to do something more on the basic side. But it was really fun. Had a great time. Um, 
It was a great show. How was yours? I had a great Halloween. Good. I, as you know, covered my face in Sharpie because... Love that. Yeah, that's that's. I, I have a system when I do uh, corpse makeup, so to speak, in Halloween, and I, I like smear black, blue, and red Sharpie all over my fucking eyes. <laughs> like, somehow, that's commitment, though. It, yeah, I don't know quite what to, but, you know, uh, ultimately, at the end of the night, it comes off in a, in a shower, and um, oh, here good. I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I look normal. You can see my... Um, Foul. I'm impressed. I th- I thought I'd be seeing it still today, and it's like I, c- I wouldn't even be able to tell. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was with a friend last night, and I said something to the degree of like, dude, you made me look like an asshole in there, like jokingly. And he goes, he's like, fuck you, man. He goes, you got Sharpie all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you look like an asshole anyway by default. <laughs> I didn't have much to argue with there. But, you know, it's funny. Um, last year, I remember you were Shania Twain. I was Shania Twain mm-hmm. last year. It's one of my favorite costumes I've ever done. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty proud of it. Uh-huh. I'm so not going to lie. That sticks out to me. Um, <laughs> I have a random access memory kind of thing. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Gift and a curse. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. So, all right. Um, where are you from? All of this stuff. Things you would say to somebody you're just meeting. Well... I'm originally, so I was born in Reading, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved around when I was growing up um, quite a bit with my dad's job. Um, but home for me now for the past uh, 10, 11 years has been Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. So we moved there in 2009 before I went into high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, like I had, a, I had a great, you know, high school experience. And, um, and I love Fort Wayne. I love getting to go back and visit. Um, so, but after I graduated, I was going to go to Purdue University because that's what you do. You graduate high school and you go to college, right? Like that's what everybody does. That's what you do. And do. it's dumb if you don't. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the whole thing is. Mm-hmm. Day one of freshman year of high school, they tell you about college, yeah. you know? So, um, I've saying all my life, always wanted to do it, but you know, living in towns that I've lived in all my life there, it kind of seemed like a, a pipe dream, like yeah. nothing that would ever makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started visiting Nashville when I was 17 or so. And you really get a feel for the city and how it's so realistic for your dreams to come true here. Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds, like I've seen it no, with my I, own friends. I think that's a, an absolutely beautiful way to put it, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously there are God knows how many hurdles, you know, that people oh, yeah. need to jump through yep. to make it. But if you come in with a mindset like that, where it's like, no, it's very possible you know, mm-hmm. you say when as opposed to if. Mm-hmm. I think that that is, you know, the uh, preliminary ingredient to success. And you should uh, count yourself lucky that you think like that. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, that's the if and when thing. That is so important because I, I truly feel like, especially in this town, if if you're very dedicated to your work mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that you succeed and you're constantly ex- accelerating, mm-hmm. you it's 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 just a matter of when you know those who are aren't as um you know who don't accelerate as much kind of backpedal a little bit Mm -hmm. um and that we've all been there we've all had that moment but you know that's 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 when it's like the matter of if you know but it's just like it's 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 serious like if you're willing to put in the work and like just like make your connections you know blah 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 Mm -hmm. whatever like it's 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 totally gonna happen for you in this town it just is like that's the the beauty of it Mm -hmm. and how everyone wants each other to succeed and believes in good music and hardworking people so Mm -hmm. 
Well, it's funny you say those words, you know, it's a matter of when, because I was actually talking to your friend Kimberly Atwood. Um, oh, I love her so much. Great. I didn't know you knew Kimberly. Well, I mean, I pseudo know her. I, yeah. I used to host shows at the Doghouse. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, writers Rounds. And um, she was up there one night and she has such a cool, you know, oh quaint, gosh. you know, style and, you know, traditional country sound. Yes. Um, not concocted or contrived at all. And I always love listening to her. And I know you sing with her. I do. Um, yeah. But, you know, we got to talking one afternoon or evening or whatever the fuck time of day it was. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, you came up because I was like, oh, you know, Rachel, you know, and she's, you know, we got to talking about you. And, you know, she said, yeah, uh, I think with her, it's only a matter of time, you know. Aww. So I think the same of her. Yeah. I mean, if you guys maintain that, you know, uh, stamina, so to speak. Yeah. I, I think that no matter, you know, where you end up, my, my theory is this, is like making it is such a, when people ask you, oh, like you think you're going to make it, you know, um, making it, I think is kind of, you know, a, a, a more living loose term than, um, what people give it credit for. Uh, the way I see it is if you're working your ass off, you know, and you don't make excuses and you remain open to any and all possibilities, no matter where you end up, you're going to be happy. Yes. You know, and you're going to say, you know what, I made it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I think, I think the, the term you made it is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people that's playing stadiums, some people that's playing small venues, mm-hmm. but, you know, touring a ton. Sure. Some people that's getting sync licensing, some mm-hmm. people's, you know, pub deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, 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 you can't just base it off of one thing. Yeah. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of like what you're happiest doing mm-hmm. and achieving the goals that you always set for yourself. Okay. You know? Yeah. Well, you know what? In light of that, where do you want to be in five years? Oh man. And this is not just professionally. Where do you want to be in five years? I love that question. Cause like normally <laughs> that's a professional question. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, man, I uh-huh. don't know. Um, number one, I want to be happy. Mm-hmm. I've never been one to say like, Oh, I have to get married mm-hmm. or I have to, have kids and stuff. Of course, yeah. I'd love to do that, but I never put rushes on those kind of things. Sure. Um, you know, that, and it's also scary thinking five years, oh my gosh, like I could be married or something. Mm-hmm. That's so wild. Oh, no, that's me. my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do marriage at this podcast. <laughs> Take that to the trash. Yeah, I almost learned the hard way, but that's a whole nother, uh, okay. a whole nother animal. That's another yeah. episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to be happy mm-hmm. and I want to be, you know what I want to be? I want to be, um, very comfortable and accepting of every decision I've made mm-hmm. up until that point. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want any regrets mm-hmm. because I don't think you learn from regrets. I think you learn from mistakes and yes, I'm going to make a lot of mistakes in the next five years. Mm-hmm. I hope they're not severe, but I want to learn, you know, from all of them. I don't want to regret anything. And it doesn't matter where I am in my career. I just want to be happy mm-hmm. and, you know, still doing that full time. If, if, it, if that at that point is still what it makes me happy to do, which I'm sure it will be. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'd love to be touring. I'd love to, you know, have a freaking Grammy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I just, I, I still want to be making music with my band and, you know, people I love and mm-hmm. just having a great time doing that and, and just growing. Sure. I just want to be happy. I don't want to have any regrets. Well, God willing, if you have any regrets, one of them will not having been on, having been, 
spoken to on this podcast. Um. Uh, no, I don't think that will ever be an issue. <laughs> don't speak too soon. <laughs> no, I love podcasts. So, yeah. um, but what about like? Do you still want to be living in Nashville, or do you want to be elsewhere? Or you know? Yes, I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I I love Nashville. Um, it just feels like home to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've when I moved here, I was it was the country route all the way. Yeah. You know, that's always what I gravitated toward. But within the ba- last couple of years, just my writing has just really drifted to a pop R&B soul thing. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I, I, that's where, you know, my mind just lives. So I've gotten the L.A. spiel from a few people, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not like, I don't think I ever want to live out there, honestly. Yeah. Like I just, I love Nashville. I love the vibe and I'm very comfortable working mm-hmm. in that vibe. You know, I love, I told one of my best friends the other day, he's a guitar player out there. And I was um, telling him that I'd love to start getting to the point where I make, you know, trips out to LA, just work trips to write with people and make connections out there, yeah. you know, and, and get the, get the vibe, get the, the, uh, the vibe of the work environment mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Well, you spend time in San Diego too. Yes, because I yeah. yeah I played there a little bit mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I love it out there. I just wish it had the music scene that it does here, man. Like I would have moved like three years ago if it yeah. did. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. Yeah, well, California's cool. I'm actually going to be in LA this week. I don't think I told you that. Oh really? Uh-huh. I leave Wednesday. I'm going to be spending some time with a friend out there. We're writing a screenplay, a feature length screenplay. Of Good all for things. you. That's yeah. amazing. Uh-huh. Can you I'm overnight excited. FedEx me some In and Out? Um, I was actually going to ask you to be a correspondent on that anyway. So you know, expect phone calls. Yes, you know? I'm here for you. Yeah. Uh huh. It's hard to write a movie about Rachel Horder without her consultation (laughs) oh please yes did i just let the cat out of the bag oh smacking this mic all around Uh jesus god um okay so you know you said five years so do you you know you want a husband and kids do you want to live a life like that i do yeah yeah i do Uh because i'm i'm very close with my family Mm -hmm. my parents um they've been married 27 years um you know and and there's such a wonderful example of that, you mm-hmm. know, so I know that's real. I, you know, I know yeah. that's, that's there. Um, but yeah, of course I would love that. Mm-hmm. I always like, I always tell people like as a joke, it's not really a joke, but like the number one thing I want to do, like over making it in the industry is, um, is have a baby. Yeah. Like I would love to experience that. I mm-hmm. think it's just like such a beautiful thing. And like, I think it changes you, you know, for the rest of your life. Yeah. And number one, not anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> but like, I always tell people like, I want to have a baby more than I want to be married, but that's not how, like, I want to be married first before I have a baby. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, you know, it's 2020. <laughs> there's any variation of that that you Total- could choose. So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I would love to have that life. Of course. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't want to rush anything or put pressure on it. Yeah. And it's scary cause I'm 25 now and I have a lot of friends back home who I went to high school with who've gotten married I've been in their weddings and they're very happy and I'm so happy for them but I I, I'm like oh crap like should I be like getting married now like is that like a thing like but it's just like it's I don't know it's not even something I really like think about or like feel like I need to like be doing Mm -hmm. right now that's great so uh okay you mentioned high school what were you like in high school like were you were you like the cool girl or you know were you a nerd or what no um well so I did show choir in high school. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which everyone's like, oh, that's social suicide. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But no, I mean, I loved show choir. It 
changed my life. And it was like the reason why I fell in love with performing. And it kind of made me take, had me take a step back and realize that I don't want to, you know, give singing up. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but, um, so yeah, I, I wasn't like a nerd, I don't think, but at this, I wasn't no like super popular. No one thinks they're a nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got along like pretty much with everybody, like, like in our class and everything. Um, they were like the soup, there was like the super popular crowd that I just didn't mess with. Yeah. Um, but because, you know, they were into the partying and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I never did any of that in high school. Not was, in high school. No. What about now? Oh, yeah, I do it now. Yeah, you like to party? Yeah, I love to party now. Yeah. What do you do? You like to drink, smoke weed? I, I do drink. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But not a lot. I yeah. just, I try not to do that because <laughs> like it, it messes my voice up, man, like yeah. bad. Yeah. So I try not to, but I just love having f- fun with friends, sure. you know, like in high school, I went to parties and they were show choir parties, yeah. you know, so there was like all the kids and then there was a, a dining room table of like a bunch of parents uh-huh. <laughs> drinking red wine together, you yeah, know, so yeah. like we couldn't even do anything, any funny business if we tried. Well, truth be told, honestly, like in high school, I, I like... I mean, this sounds debaucherous and not that my parents by any means, you know, because they're, you mentioned, you know, a, lo- you know, a loving environment growing up. When I was in high school, like grad parties, like some of the funnest times I had, you know, at the end of high school um, and throughout college, some of the funnest fucking times I had were like hanging with my parents, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to stay, well, know? that's when you start growing up and you're, you're, you don't like hate them anymore. Yeah, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, it's not like a, oh, you're embarrassing me. Like they're just, they come become so much closer. Yeah. As you grow up, yeah, because I'm really close with my mom, That's especially. Great. That's awesome. So, yeah. Are you uh, you got siblings? I do. I'm the oldest of four girls. Oh, so wow. I have three younger sisters. Are you Irish Catholic? Yes. <laughs> are you really? We are Catholic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I don't even like on. I shouldn't say this, but like, it was the first three, like me and my two other sisters, and we're very close. My yeah. my sister right after me, we're 362 days apart. Oh wow! And that was unplanned. My poor mom. Mm-hmm. And then our sister after uh. Our third one, she's like, uh, she's two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born in 98. Um, and then our fourth sister was born four years later. So she was kind of like the mega surprise baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, she doesn't like when we say that. But mm. like. <laughs> but, <laughs> We're not going to edit that out. So she's going to hear it. So. I know. She'll be mad. It's fine. But um, yeah, she, uh, I think, you know, my parents were like, just like done after three. So it was yeah. never like a, because I went to Catholic school for 12 years. So okay. I, I knew the families that had like 12 kids. Yeah. You know, my parents were never like that. <laughs> I think uh-huh. they were like, okay, three, we're good. <laughs> let's, let's call it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, never speak too soon, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. No, I, I grew up with two sisters, one older, one younger. And mm. I mean, they're amazing. You know, I, I love them so much. And my family were, were very close. You know, we're, we're Italian. So it's, it's you know, yes, so saying. are we. Yeah. But I tell you what, man, sisters will kick your ass. You know, how so? Sisters will, I mean, they're, they're tough. They're, they're tough. mean with words. Yeah. Oh, honestly, for sure. No, you know what? Here's the thing is I like, not by any means am I a cruel person or anything, but in the past and up until recently you know like when i didn't like somebody like i was i vicious you know what i mean like like i mean i i'm a pleasant person you know yes. for if, if as much as i know but like if i didn't like somebody it's like i'm going to fucking destroy you uh, you know as a songwriter it's like you use a lot of words and what yes. have you and it's like i would just get poetic with hate you know what i, mean? I love that i would what but an no outlet. it's not okay it's not okay so as far as like saying mean things being mean with words uh i, I didn't learn that from my sisters um <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I think they learned it from a lot of the fucked up books that I've read and you know mm. continue to read. But um, yeah. no, my I mean I'm, when I say my sisters kick my ass, like <laughs> when I was a kid, like physically. Man, oh God, if I if I, if I did anything wrong or not not anything wrong, like no, it wasn't a regular thing. But it's like <laughs> if it came down to it, it was like, dude, you know. It, oh my gosh, <laughs> put me in the fucking dirt. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know? my third sister, like she's the one I'm closest with now, actually, yeah. but. She was like that because uh-huh. I was never I never liked to physically fight mm-hmm. and neither did the second one. Yeah. Um, my third sister, Morgan, like she like did not take crap mm-hmm. ever. Like yeah. and she always got the last hit. Mm-hmm. If you hit her like she'll hit you back constantly until she has the last hit. She's going to live a long and happy life. Oh, yeah. She's truly. like she's yeah, for sure. She's mm-hmm. very secure within herself. Doesn't take shit from anybody and is super like. I don't know. She's, I I aspire to be her, honestly. <laughs> Morgan, if you're listening to that, write that down. Your sister just said that about you. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. There are a few people who I, I, I could say this about in the city and elsewhere. I look at you and you're a magnificent singer. You're unbelievably talented. You know, you get up on stage and there's this like, just majestic prowess the way you move you know what Thank i mean you. um like you don't play an instrument but like you know you, your body's an instrument as much as your voice and you're an incredible writer um you keep good company you know you're a beautiful girl and in <laughs> like do not take this the wrong way no but i i have always asserted this if you want it to be Mm-hmm. You could be a raging bitch and totally get away with it. You know what I mean? You could be a raging bitch and everyone would be like, oh, well, you know, whatever. I, you know, I, I'm still going to just gawk at her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I, yeah. I, I just, you know, I, I was raised very well by my parents. Mm-hmm. And being humble, I think, is like the most attractive quality in a person and not fake humble, like yeah. real, like very genuinely thankful for mm-hmm. the things people say to you and think Absolutely. of you. And that's always been very important to me. Mm-hmm. I, I think it re- like I've, I've known a lot of very talented people in my life mm-hmm. and very attractive people in my life who have become very ugly in my eyes yeah. because of their, you know, just narcissism. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't think that gets you anywhere in life. I completely agree. And I, I just don't. It. It, it drives me insane. Yeah. It, it drives me absolutely insane. And luckily, you know, maybe I'm alone in thinking this, but I think that this city is predominated by a general air of good camaraderie. Um, yes. I, I, I see that here more than I, I have seen elsewhere. You know, I think that the difference um, between those people and then somebody like yourself is exactly that. It's gratitude. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's taking it to your heart and not to your head. That is such a testimony to who you are, but also just inevitably it's a testimony to your brand, you know? Oh, thank you. It very much is. That's awesome. Um, That's going to, you know, speak for itself and it does. And that's invaluable. So you cannot concoct that um, Mm. at all. And um, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here and have a a real conversation with you because I know that you have the capacity for a real conversation. Thank you. I love that. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I also so, like to talk a lot, so this is great. I do too, so it's it's <laughs> nice that we're not like, you know, fighting over each other speaking. Right. But I want to know, okay, so you've got some great music out. Thank like, you. Like really great music. My favorite song of yours is one that you released the video for. It's Lucky. How Lucky. How yeah. Lucky. Yeah, that's yes. right. And I wanted to just play it right here. I don't have the technology to do that. <laughs> this is the, okay, if anyone's, this is the first trial run at this show. Um, and I am just crossing my fingers at the point, point of breaking that nothing goes wrong. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to take 15 seconds 
okay. more or less, yeah. and add this song in post-production, maybe Still. longer than a 15 second. I don't fucking know. You know, let's just give it a second. Yeah. And uh, if we're not able to do it, then you're just going to hear silence for the next 15 to 20 seconds. So Perfect. I just, uh, you know, I, I know that you mentioned sync licensing earlier mm -hmm. and, um, that's a syncable song. Oh, it's absolutely a syncable song. That's like one of like, I, I love, I love the business. I love mm -hmm. mu the music business because I, I do a lot of it myself for my career, but that's one area of the business that I'm not as educated on. Mm -hmm. So I just... I need to figure that out because I would love, I I think, oh, you know, going back to the I made it mm -hmm. part portion of this, I always say like, I know I made it when I get one of my songs in Grey's Anatomy. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's when I know. Is that show I still mean, going on? It is. Oh my God. It's like a soap opera. It is. And it's unfortunately not as good. It just. Nothing gold can stay. Yeah. Yeah. How unlucky, right? I know, right? <laughs> but hey, if they wanted to play How Lucky in one of the episodes. Yeah. Psh, I'd quit. Well, never okay. say never. But, you know, what <laughs> I, I, I love that song. You're like a small girl, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it just, uh, there, there's like this this operatic reach that is so effortless in that song. And I mean, it just swells and it's absolutely beautiful. And the video is great. If you haven't seen the video, check it out. Yeah. You know, um, it's, you're in this field for part of it. And then you're in an actual bathtub of, yes. of like milk. What, what the fuck were you using there? Is it that was milk? milk. Was it? Yeah. Because we were in my bath. This is so funny. Actually, my, my friend, Peter Carey Peterson directed this Okay. and coolest guy ever. He's, um, he's from New York. I love him. And, uh, <laughs> and it was just the two of us the mm -hmm. whole time. Like nobody else was helping us. Everything we shot was just us two. Yeah. And uh, he, we, we wanted to do like a milk bath scene, yeah. and I always thought they were so gorgeous. So I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. And I live like two seconds away from a Kroger. So I, he came over, set his stuff up. I went over to Kroger, and I got like two gallons of milk, and, <laughs> and it was like whole milk, you know. Okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So um, and then flowers, like just like a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. And. We filled it up first, like with like hot water, mm -hmm. and then poured the milk in there. Yeah. So it was still a little bit like cloudy, but mm -hmm. like still, you know. And also, I wasn't freezing with yeah. like milk being in there, and then just put the flowers in. But it was so funny because we were filming this, mm -hmm. and somebody knocked on my door, and I was like in the bathtub. I had like all my clothes on. And so everything. you were in a house. You, I was you, in you my were house. In, you were inside for this. Yeah, okay. that's that's in my my bathtub. Yeah. And um, you got a nice bathtub. Thank you. Yeah. I think so too. And I cleaned it really thoroughly before yeah. this video because I was uh -huh. like, I don't want to see a speck of dirt. I hope you cleaned it afterward too. Uh, oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That milk was everywhere. That wasn't fun. But um, we got a knock at the door and Peter was like, oh, I'll go get it. And it was this couple, this older couple. And they uh, they were like, hey, um, and I think it was the the gentleman. He grew up in that uh -huh. house. Like it was like his grandparents' house or something like years ago. Because my house that I live in, it was built in the 40s. Okay. So they wanted Is it to, haunted? Um, no. 
it's not haunted. My best friend used to live with me though, and I swear she carries like a ghost with her because it was haunted when she was there, but when she left, it wasn't there. It was very nice though, but you could tell there was like a presence in there, yeah. if that makes sense. Uh -huh. But it was very nice. It was never threatening, you know? Okay. So I always joke with her. I'm just like, you have some spirit. She's like, girl, I know. Like, it's, <laughs> it's been there. Um, anyway, I digress. You no, were you're saying good, you're good. about this. Yeah. yeah, but they like, they came inside. They just wanted to like look around the house. And yeah. that's ugh, like, we all have that house that's like, like super like unforgettable to our childhood. So like, I would love to do that at the house I grew up in. So uh -huh. I was like, please come in. And they just like, they saw I was like in the bath and I think they were like freaked out for a second. I was like, no, I we're shooting music video. Yeah, I have yeah. clothes on uh -huh. like, yeah. And then I got out real quick to shake their hands. And I was like, please look around. Like I, that's really cool. And sure. so it, that was like the most wild, first of all, the most wild timing, but yeah. <laughs> also just like the coolest, like, memory from like shooting that video that's like, really they cool. came up to my house and just like, hey i grew up here can i look around that's sure. gotta be some kind of a good omen right i know i think so yeah. too uh-huh so i mean you went all out for that you always wonder about the uh production of things and yeah um, you you have a very photogenic essence about you so thank you yeah very much so i you, know, you kind of look like a disney princess is what you look like. <laughs> and i know you love disney don't you oh i do you little do. mermaid's my favorite yeah. movie of all time uh -huh. i had a huge I, you know I, I was a kid and i loved that movie you know oh, and, and like, have you not? i mean I, I i don't like to admit that you know i'm like i was a child i don't know you know but i i had a huge crush on ariel I oh did all kid. boys did yeah of yeah. course uh-huh yeah finding that there's something weird and fetishistic about finding cartoons attractive it's like oh <laughs> yeah because like oh yeah like aladdin and yeah. flynn rider and stuff of uh -huh. course yeah, yeah totally totally um <laughs> no it's funny because you posted that picture the other day where you have like the denim vest on and and what have you like the, the, the oh yeah did you mean to look like bell from beauty and the beast no i didn't okay well, but that did. was a really funny comment that i forgot you <laughs> didn't yeah. you put that on I there i said i said hey, what's up beauty where's the beast <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah somebody i have to pull this up somebody commented commented on it and it was the funniest comment funnier than mine it was funnier than yours that i'm sorry can't happen but it was like oh I, I don't know if my signal will pull it up but it was like um oh here it is i uh, let me see Oh my gosh, this person said, OMG, this farmer peasant chic has me shook. <laughs> farmer peasant chic. Okay, all right, I can see. I was like, I think that's my next uh, my next brand move. Like, I can see whoever that aesthetic. is. They need, to, uh, they need to come on this podcast myself. Yeah. 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 Uh, as far as writing goes, because mm -hmm. um, I, I know a lot of people co-write. Um, mm -hmm. I actually, I, I write alone when I write. Do you do that? Do you co-write or what's going on? I do write alone. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I mostly co-write, uh -huh. but every once in a while, like some of the most therapeutic moments for me have been writing alone. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, um, it's rare for me to get into a room because I, I, I kind of had like personally, I had a rough year last year Okay. and had a lot of stuff I wanted to write about. And it seems like I was able to, um, really release a lot of that when I was on my own because they're all like these thoughts that I need to put down there. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, sometimes you need a co-writer there uh -huh. to say like, hey, this is a better word for it or this is a better rhyme. Sure. And I'm like, you're right, yeah. you know? Uh -huh. uh, so yeah, I, I would say there's an, a song on my EP I actually wrote um, and it's probably my favorite one mm. and it's it's called Mine and I wrote that entire song by myself. And I just, I just needed it. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's, 
Well, I found it's it's so much more visceral. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I don't knock co-writing because I I, I know that a lot of songs that are co-written are far superior to a lot of the ones that I've written alone, but it is so cathartic when three o'clock in the morning sitting there um, and I've got something on my mind and I really need to just spew it out. Um, and yeah. when you do, it's it, there's really a distinct sense of achievement, I think. I um, agree. And I, I, I love that. I really do. You know, I don't co-write much at all, so I don't know quite as much of what the the flip side is. Um, but when you co-write, who do you co-write with? Oh, lots of people. Yeah. Um, I have like the people who I write with, um, you know, consistently and a mm. lot more than others. But for me, it's like any right is an opportunity. Yeah. I never believed in like, sure, you have like the people who you're super comfortable with and yeah. you know that you're going to get that banger and mm -hmm. you know you're going to get what you need out of it. Yeah. But I've gone into rights with people who I've never written with before yeah. and have written amazing songs sure. mm -hmm. that are like making a record or something. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's just like anybody and everybody really. And yeah. if, you know, if I reach out to somebody and I'm like, Hey, I'd love to write with you. Or if they reach out to me, I'm, it's always a yes. Yeah. It's always a yes. Mm -hmm. Cause well, like, it's, it's always an, an opportunity unless I've heard things. Yeah. You know, but well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's never happened. I don't think the thing is, this is like, I've had some great co-writing experiences cause I, I, you know, I've exposed myself to that, but when it's bad, man, Ugh, it's bad. you're it's, right. It's like, Jesus, We've you all know, been there. There's like, just some people you don't vibe with, man. No, you really don't, but that's life in and of itself. Yeah, um, of course. It really is. So, you know, some people you just, and you know, it is what it is, but I mean, you know, when you're sitting there beating your head against the wall, like, Nothing's going to get done and I just have to sit here for the next hour, hour and a half and like let this person run on autopilot. Granted, I'm sure I've been unpleasant in plenty of situations. I've been that person, but um, your first instinct is to criticize, you know, yeah. in a lot of instances. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, uh, what do you like to write about? You know, because I know that a lot of this is there's heartbreak in there and there's love um, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's tenderness and, and there's passion in so much of your writing. But you know, if you were to put into words, like, okay, I'm going to write a song like this, you know, or it's going to be about this. Yeah. Like, what do you extract from? More like personal experiences. Sure. Um, every once in a while, I'll get a song idea mm -hmm. that is not about anybody specific, but mm -hmm. I write a great song from it. And I just recently did that. But Who'd you write it with? Uh, Seth Cook and Sarah Jones. Oh yeah, did Sarah Jones? Yeah, she. Yeah, she's great. She's played at the hoedown a few times. Oh, Isn't yeah. she getting married? She is getting married. Yeah, she and just got engaged. It's so fucking funny because like these people probably have no idea who I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but, hey, yeah. this is the power of social media. Uh -huh, and they're going to like, they're going to be like, what? You know, like, yeah. fuck that guy. You know no, what I mean? Like, no, Sarah's you know? like the best. Yeah, She's, I just, you know, you somebody had posted something about Instagram is so expository. Oh, you know, yeah. And I saw, it was like, oh, someone's her maid of honor or something like that. So good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, Priscilla Block, I think, is her maid of honor. Oh, she's cool. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. real cool. Yeah. I, yeah. So, and I know, like, Sarah through Kimberly and stuff. So, yeah. that little crew. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, guys got a great little entourage. There. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah they're uh -huh. awesome. I love those girls. But, um, yeah, so that song was a, a love song that just kind of, like, came out. Um, and I'm not really good at writing love songs mm -hmm. because... I just enjoy writing more of the sad, heartbreaky, angry type stuff. Yes. Um, and also, and I don't say this to like, like grab sympathy or any awes, but it's just like I, I've had more 
um, like heartbreak and um, anger coming out of any relationshipy type things yeah. than positivity. Oh, fuck me too. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, it's just like how that happens. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not, oh, woe is me about it. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, but um, yeah, it's just, it's all personal. Uh, it's all just personal experience. And the songs I've been writing for this new uh, record too, like, I'm I'm really proud of them and what they're about because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different things that they are about. Yeah, and um, you know, different emotions that I never thought I could like, c- like get across. Yeah, of course. Um, but you know, a, a lot of people like say that, you know, when I write with them, they're like, oh, you know, like we got to add some sassy lines in there because mm-hmm. that's you know it's a Rachel Horder song, and I'm like, I'm down. Like yeah. I love sassy stuff. Sure. Because I just. I'm a, I'm a very nice person Mm -hmm. to everyone, but the moment I know that you are going to try to F me over Mm -hmm. or take advantage of me, I never forget it and I will not take it. I would love to see that happen. I would, I would love to see you and a lot of sink your fangs. I, that's like, that's like a Nat Geo thing where it's like, wait, Rachel Horder's mad. Like, you know, she's uh, about to fuck someone up. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. You know? That's, that's another part of like how I was raised. My mom yeah. is 4'10 and she doesn't take shit from anyone. Oh my God. Like she's like, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's how I was raised with her. So Side note, Danny DeVito is also 4'10. That's, <laughs> he that's is a short. fact. He's short as shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, and that, that's, I've grown into that as I've gotten older Yeah. because it wasn't like a for the longest time it was just like a pushover thing and mm-hmm. I, 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 I took a lot, Yeah. but I just don't anymore. Yeah. And you know, to people who know me, if, if they try to do that, like I'm going to bark back and it, mm-hmm. they take a, and they, they kind of get taken aback and they yeah. don't appreciate it. But I'm just like, bro, like totally. I see right through what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna. Good for you. I don't know. It's yeah. just, and like I, 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 another song I wrote with, um, Seth Cook and our friend Jeff Phipps, mm-hmm. that's another like personal experience one. Cause I wrote it from a, um, like about, uh, it was, it's really about a specific guy who made me mad because mm-hmm. he was like doing way too much in the DMS. Like some guys just think like way too much of themselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait, like, like sliding into your dms on yeah kind of thing so yeah. you never met this guy he was just like hitting on you on i met him once okay and the one time i met him like he came to a show and he it was like a broadway show and he stayed for like three songs and left and then like texted <clears throat> me later and i didn't appreciate what he said oh and you're gonna tell us what he said he made a comment like well the first thing he said was like oh you sounded great blah, blah, blah. yeah and I hope he hears this because I've trashed his name all around. What's Anytime his name? I come, no, I'm not saying it on here. Come on. No, <laughs> I'll tell you later though. But he, um, like this, the next thing he said, he made a comment about my, my butt. Uh huh. Like a flattering one. It was. I mean, he said it was nice, but uh-huh. I was just like, I don't even know you. You yeah. come to my show after I've literally left you on red how many times? Yeah. And. You come to my show and then you're like, oh, you sound, and I was nice. I gave him a hug or whatever, but I was like there to work. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, let me compliment like your singing, yeah. but also let me objectify you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that's what it uh-huh. felt like. And it was just so annoying how like sometimes they like think that the world of themselves so they can just like say whatever they want. Cause yeah. unfortunately it works for them in other situations. Well, I think a lot of it personally is when it comes to, cause I, I love 
you know, examining intimate dynamics and, and, and what have you, um, is everybody is always trying to, you know, put on some kind of an air, play a game, you know, they're under the impression that they need to, you know, work some kind of a, a strategy in, in love life and, and everything like that. And I think the notion is to emulate that indifference to, to ethics mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of ways Absolutely. where it's like, I want to make it seem like I don't give a shit what I say to you. I have that confidence kind of thing. And it never, it doesn't go well. It doesn't. It Confidence doesn't, is no. wonderful. Uh -huh. But when you like, when you cross that line, I have no respect for you. Totally. And, and, and I keep my mouth shut mm -hmm. about people in this town. Like, you know, if, if they're like rude to me or if, you know, they do whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the second that you're pervy to me or to one of my girlfriends, yeah. I, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I don't hold back. Yeah. Like, because you know, they're just like, I don't want my girlfriends getting in a writing room with someone like that. Yeah, totally. And mm -hmm. it's just like, I, I have no respect for those kind of people. So what's what's like the creepiest thing a guy has ever said or done? Some some kind of a notion that you're just like, oh my God. Well, okay. So I got a DM one time. It's always the DMs. Oh, it is, I swear. Yeah, that's a thing now. <laughs> I'm very lucky because I never get peen pictures. Uh -huh. Like I never get those. Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Um. But I got a DM one time. I don't even remember who it was from. It seemed like some sort of like burner account, but it was obviously somebody real because of what they did. But like there was somebody, I reposted a story that somebody posted of me performing, yeah. like at Old Red or something. And this person went above and beyond to screenshot when I was turned around. They zoomed in on my butt, okay, and sent that to me. Ew, like, I don't know. It's that was just, your last boyfriend, right? <laughs> yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that was probably like the worst That's thing gross, I've man. ever gotten. That's but. really gross. But honestly, <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like your butt is pretty famous. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. All my you get honestly, if if my friends were in the room and you said that, all of them would say, Yeah. Uh -huh. Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, if we had callers, if we support. could do this live and have people call right. in and you know, give a testimony to right. that. Right. What do know, you think, guys? Uh -huh. Which, listen, you should be very, very proud, you know? Oh, but, I don't care. I grew up a skinny mini stick all my life, so I finally, like... Have, have something to be proud of. I'm very, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Thank you, you know, so much. It's a weird thing. I, I actually, care. like, I have a nice ass too. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you agree. Look at this. Oh, I've never, no, I've never looked, but like a guy who has a nice booty. What do you booty? mean you've never looked? Why not? I've never looked at your booty. Oh, it's great. I will later. It's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I'll be like, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Sorry, but. I do, I do a lot of yoga. Oh, so yeah. Kind of that's thing, probably, so. I mean, that's one of the most toning exercises mm -hmm. you could do. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's so funny though, because like normally guys just don't. Normally it's just a straight line down, honey. Yeah. Like you don't see anything. Yeah, no. yeah that's funny. Mm -hmm. Well, so yeah, good for both of us. Anyway, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's just name this episode the Big Booties or something. I'm, I'm not kidding. gonna do that. No, absolutely <laughs> don't <do> that. not. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Um, what's like your least favorite quality in, in, in like an intimate partner in a guy? I can tell you uh, my, my, mine initially, like my first impression, you know, when it comes to, you know, uh, women is like, or anyone really, it's like, you know, if I'm seeing somebody and they have bad hygiene, 
Oh, yeah. Like, come on, man. Shower every day. Of course. Brush your teeth. Wash your... Like, oh, my God. It's just like... Uh, how you know, old are you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or how, you know, just completely disintegrated are you with 21st century hygiene for Christ's sake? Like, come on, man. Yeah. You know, so hygiene, like, I'm kind of a clean freak myself. So am I. That's very important to me. So yeah. that drives me fucking crazy. For sure. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me, for mm-hmm. sure. But um, I think the two biggest ones for me are narcissism and jealousy. Oh, yeah. There you go. For sure. Good one. Good For one. For sure. Yeah. Especially in this town, there's a lot of narcissism. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always, well, I always told people, I'm like, I'm never going to date a musician. Uh-huh. I'm never going to be with one. Yeah. Because like, you know, that's, I've just seen so much of it. Yeah. But that's also very close-minded of me to say, because there are also some wonderful men in this town. Yeah. Um, you included who are not narcissistic weirdos and who are kind and supportive of other people, especially women. And that's hard to be, you know, that, that whole like stigma too of like a woman Mm -hmm. succeeding over a man is something that people don't take lightly to. Well, you want to know what's funny is, is initially off the bat, like, you know, the people who have made the biggest impressions upon me and there are some like people who I listen to, in this city predominantly like are the women that that I've encountered it's just there's something there seems to be something a little bit more innovative in that realm mm-hmm. whether it be folk americana pop what have you like my first impression is like you say who do you listen to in town like generally there's some female artists especially yourself who pop up first and foremost you know there's Lara Lynn is one who lives in town mm-hmm. um and I, I don't know I just I, I think that if I had a hard time with women succeeding over men in this town or elsewhere, then I, I wouldn't be able to enjoy a good portion of the art that I do enjoy. Absolutely. And that's you know? wonderful. It's beautiful that you think that way. Yeah. And I think, um, I do think most men in this town think the exact same way as you mm-hmm. too, which is great. There's just a small portion that's like, you know, a gr- the girl does well or does something and then he doesn't like that I fuck those guys and it's like what <laughs> that's them. just i don't understand you know so mm-hmm. that's just a big thing for me it's like i don't know i i think support is like actually respect i think to me is the most important thing in a relationship yeah and um i think it's more important than love and if you don't i i think support and respect also go hand in hand mm-hmm. Uh, so if you don't have that for somebody, it just, it makes no sense. Yeah. And then with the jealousy thing, you know, that's just ugly. Mm -hmm. So it really is. It really is. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. For sure. uh, Freaks me out, you know? Yeah. I, I I don't have a girlfriend. I I have like a a thing where, I mean, I've had for all intents and purposes, like one real relationship in my life and Mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, I want to make sure, you know, they can hear me up here. So I'm speaking (laughs) quietly, but I have a hard time. I'm not one, I'm not, I'm not prone to just, to seek that, to seek, you know, a, a monogamous instance because it has to, for me, you know, really be worth it and really resonate. I, I'm just, uh, some people are serial monogamists. Um, yeah. And granted, I mean, you know, I tend to self-isolate in plenty of instances, but it's, it's definitely a quality, not a quantity thing. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's so important. I, I, I'm not the kind of person who likes to date around. Yeah. Um, I don't like to hang out with multiple dudes at once. Mm-hmm. That is so stressful. Like, bye. Yeah. It's either one or none. Like, sure. usually, um, I'll go on a date or whatever. But like, yeah. anything like how people can like talk to multiple mm-hmm. 
partners at once that is that is so stressful i don't understand that like i, I guess it depends on what it. you want out of you know yeah, your true, dating life true, true. you know I, but i feel that and yeah. i think that you know even outside of a relationship you can still extract you know emotional substance very oh, much so absolutely you know because even though I, i'm kind of like you you know if i'm not dating somebody like i very much do enjoy their presence and i do enjoy yes. you know i'm um, getting to know them in, in, in that instance but sometimes you know without the looming cumbersome blanket of monogamy and commitment <laughs> that is so you know suggested i think you have more room to kind of grow and get to know somebody in ways that you can under a very pressured situation yes and it takes the pressure off yeah and you can just genuinely you can figure out how you feel about that person Uh and then eventually make the decision of you know after so many months of quote-unquote talking to them as they call the talking stage like oh it's going to take months for you i mean sometimes (laughs) yeah because like i just want to like you know what if there are things qualities about that person that i don't like yeah what if they have bad hygiene exactly yeah and if they live across state you're not gonna fucking know yeah (laughs) i Uh know exactly and that's another thing too like i i'm very like time is very very valuable to me yes and i i work a lot i'm very busy during the week so Mm -hmm. when i have a night off or like a day off i want to go home and get a burrito from qdoba and sit down and watch Grey's anatomy and do a face mask and like not give you know nobody is like I don't have to like surrender any time. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you know, there are going to be people in your life who you will want to do that with. Yeah, yeah. And I do have those people too. Mm-hmm. But that's just like another really hard thing too is like making the time for, for that is, is tough. Is It's really tough if you're not like all in it. Time. Yep. It's a commodity. Um, yep. You mentioned Grey's Anatomy. Well, okay. I want to know <laughs> what's your favorite movie? The Little Mermaid. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God, something's never changed. No. Yeah. Absolutely uh, not. Is it you just a Disney nut? No, I'm not really. No. Um, you know, I I I credit that movie as one of the reasons I started singing. Sure. Um and it just means a lot to me. I was obsessed with it as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's such a work of art. I think it's amazing. And I get really defensive when people go on their feminism rants about, I'm all for feminism, don't get me wrong. But like, people are like, oh, she gave up something so she could be with a man. Like, hey, when I was five years old and watching that, that never crossed my mind. And it's not going to cross your daughters either. Okay. That's awesome. (laughs) So that's like, I hate that. Uh (laughs) But, um, you know, that's, I, uh. I don't know. It just it's just like so such a part of me. I just love that movie to death. It's a part of your world, you mean? It's a part of my world. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That uh-huh. was good. <laughs> uh, like I said, I, I've seen that movie too many times as a kid. Oh, of course. I, I don't know. It's weird, but it's not weird. I mean, you know, I, I you could probably wager guess i i love because I like I I studied film in school. I'm a film snob, no doubt about it. Love but, it. I fucking love great horror, like really good horror. Okay, so first well of all, what's done your favorite horror. movie? My favorite movie of all time is Natural Born Killers. Okay. Which, which Quentin Tarantino would freak the fuck out if you heard that because he wrote it, <laughs> sold the script to Oliver Stone, and hated the ultimate product, walked out in the middle of it. But I love that movie. <gasps> okay. Yes. Interesting. Uh-huh. That's a whole other thing. But you What's were your favorite horror movie? Oh, God almighty. Um, You know, The Exorcist is so... Oh, 
God, it's, it's just beautiful and refined. And, and, and I think and it was ahead classic. of its time. Very much so. I was actually watching it with my roommate last night. I'm showing it to him for the first time. Love um, it. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah. you know, she's going to puke all over that guy. It's going to be great. But, um, <laughs> just wait. Yeah, no, honestly, my favorite, okay. As of late, A24, which is, you know, a newer, not newer, but they, they did like, the witch um they did hereditary midsommar okay so yeah i just watched hereditary the other what'd you we'll think? talk about that but oh my god it was so good is it nuts is it it's great? nuts and i've had a couple friends tell me like you have mm. to watch it i'm like okay what's it about and they're like i literally can't tell you like yeah. i just can't like give you a rundown it's cerebral you know the, 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 oh my god like so. constant anxiety but yeah. i was like here for it. my the reason i had like a couple guy friends who were like film buffs like yeah. telling me about it and I wrote with my friend Michael the other day uh-huh. and we were talking about it and I ended up watching it that night and I remember he told me he was just like it's just like an overall sense of dread yeah it's just inevitable dread the uh-huh. entire time and he's so right yeah. like I, I understood that but it was so freaking good it's amazing like it's so well done crap and yeah. you know what's so cool about that and a lot of these other films, you know, that A24 is making, like The Witch. I don't know if you saw that, but... I haven't seen oh, The Witch. Oh, it's no. great. You know, okay. it's generally in, you know, in movies, there's a push and pull of good things, bad things happening, conflict. A movie like Hereditary, it's mm-hmm. every single thing that happens from the start is bad. It's just this constant descent, which it's really hard to make a push and pull um, narrative back and forth about that because it's like, do you really want to watch things just go worse and worse and worse without any sort of like reclamation in 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 short stints but the fact that you can do that you know is just unbelievable and that movie blew my mind so if anybody hasn't seen it go watch hereditary um it's it's incredible yeah i actually this is a funny story so it was my birthday a couple weeks ago and um yes you know a24 has these um these books these screenplay books where uh you can order them and and it's the entire screenplay of the movie but it's in like a textbook format like it's it's beautiful glossed over and like there's interviews with the director there's all this stuff in it and uh i got one for hereditary and i ordered it and it shows up in friday i got two of them i was like wow they sent me two and i was like my sister loves that movie and she's also getting she's engaged to one of my best friends that's a whole other thing but yeah and i was like they both love that movie i'm gonna send this to them you know as as a surprise and she calls me and she goes did you get it i was like get what and (laughs) she goes no get the gift i was like what are you talking? She goes, we sent you the the, the, the text, the textbook, you know, or the, 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 so you the got screenplay one for book. Yourself I got one for and... myself and they got one for me. I had no <laughs> idea. And they both arrived at the same time. And then I sent their gift to them as a gift. Oh like, not my knowing. God. It was, so you it was, accidentally re-gifted. Yes, I did. I did. Back so yeah, the pathos were all there, all of that stuff. Uno um, reverse card. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. If I had known that you loved so that movie funny. as much as you do, I would have sent it to you. But, oh, thank um, you. Yeah. So I have two copies now, but. That's, um, oh my gosh. We are drawing kind of to a close. I don't want to take it too long because I want oh, people okay. to, you know, listen to this digestibly, yes, but. For sure. Um, this is great. I'm really happy that we, you know, have been able to digest things and explore um, you. Uh, it's been awesome. But, you know, we get the impression that you are, you know, you're, you're very kind. You have a composure about you and a sincerity, um, but also just this explosive presence. Um, and it's great. It really is cool to watch and it's awesome to have you here. Okay, just a couple more things. Like, what do, you, do you read much? You know what? I don't. Okay. And that's so bad. Like, I I have I was never a big reader. Yeah. 
in my my whole life. Okay. Like even as a kid, like I just I I never liked it. Mm-hmm. I read a couple novels and high school because I had to that I liked but like it's never something I like go out of my way to do I just Mm -hmm. I listen to music like a ton yeah you know and or like who do you listen to oh geez everyone yeah (laughs) I like everything um I mean like Winnie Houston's my favorite of all time oh yeah um just you know I'm a vocalist first so I just she's everything to me Mm -hmm. uh but like Current stuff, like I've I've really been trying to educate myself on the R and B world. So I love like I'm a huge her and SZA fan. Yeah. And um like Victoria Monet, Kiana Lede, like those R and B girls I yeah. think are amazing. Um and then just like you know, like diving outside of that, like I love the nineteen seventy five, um, you know, I I love Marin Morris and Casey. Like sure. you know, it's it's just really like anything. I You like Lake Street Dive? I haven't listened You've to their stuff. Listened. Oh, like, no. No, I'll add it on Spotify. You gotta, you gotta listen to Lake Street Dive. They're okay. fantastic. Yeah, Lake yeah. Street Dive. That's so a great name. What's going on next? Are you are you recording right now? What what can we look forward to? Not recording yet. I'm in the process of grouping songs together. I think I have about four that I feel really good about. I, I want like one or two more. Okay. Uh and then I wanna start I'd like to start like before Christmas, just sure. recording anyway. Yeah. I'd love to put out a single in January. Um, to just get that started, yeah. but we'll see. Okay. Um, so yeah, just, just grouping my songs together, getting my ideas together visually, artistically and sonically, you know, awesome. all that fun stuff. So I'm just trying to figure that out and, um, yeah, see where that goes. Well, if you need a great studio, we're here. Oh, absolutely. Right yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. If, we're here uh, right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he'll, uh, he'll take I you flying it. at the same time. So I don't even know how long we've been talking, you know, probably more than an hour, probably at least an hour. Hour and twenty? Oh, it's well, it's four twenty-two. Is it? Do you think ever? You think they'll actually listen to this whole? I, they fucking better. This is good. Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, I, I can imagine whoever knows you will listen to this in its entirety. I really hope so. Um, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I always thought the world of you. I still do. And thank you for having me on it's always so great seeing you seeing you and getting to talk with you because you're just like you're such a kind like awesome person and very you. like your energy is great so and much. you're very sincere uh, so. i'd say give it another six months of knowing me and you might change <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, but no it, it is very much a pleasure to have you here i appreciate your kind words and i can't wait to see what you do next thank um, you yeah, we'll probably close out with some of your music. I don't know again. Woo-hoo. You know, that's all going to come in post. But guys, this was Rachel Horder. If you don't know who she is, you damn well should. <laughs> and um, she's got music all over Spotify, iTunes. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, just Rachel Horder at uh-huh. Rachel Horder. Rachel, Rachel Horder. Yeah. And I swear to God, if any of you guys are sending her messed up DMs, yeah, please don't. Don't do it. My God, please. Just don't do it. Truly. I'll yeah. just, no. I'll laugh at you and leave you on red. There's worse. There's nothing worse. No, There's really. There's nothing worse. Like you could you say any number of horrible things to me, but if you just leave me on red. <laughs> I'm telling you, you see that scene and it's over. Oh, God almighty. You just picture the expression. You know I mean? <laughs> Not that I make a habit of like sending dick pics to right, <laughs> right. DM, you know what I mean? <laughs> but everybody knows what that's like. Um, at any rate, it was so good to see you. I love you so much, girl. I love you. This Thanks for great. having me. Yes. So you guys check out Rachel Horder and we will see you in the next installment of The Devil You Know. Be cool.